Tuesday, March 10th, was the presidential primary election in Michigan. Several of our state news reporters made their way to the polls in East Lansing and around MSU's campus. On this special episode of The 1909, the podcast that takes an in-depth look at the state news' biggest stories while bringing in new perspectives from the reporters who wrote them, we will be talking to several of the reporters who covered the election at the polls. So I am here with staff reporter Matt Dwyer. He covered some of the election stuff last night. Um, Yeah, so welcome, Matt. Thanks for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. So I was following your tweets last night, and you were at City Hall for quite a long time. Can you talk a little bit about the environment there and why you were there for so long? So I had gotten there probably around 10, 15, and there were still people in line waiting to vote and they had gotten there before the polls closed and they closed at eight o'clock so they had been there for over two hours and um some of them even more had you know they got there before uh eight o'clock and you know people were just tired frustrated um every time uh around when i got there people would be cheering every time uh like um someone's name or like they would do it by name, but then they also called out numbers too um, uh, for uh, like when you could fill out, when it was your turn to fill out your ballot. Um, uh, and because people were just, you know, so tired. And also, MSU student organizations brought, and this is just what someone told me, is that they brought snacks for the people waiting in line, um, which I thought was super cool that they did that because. Um, no one should have to wait, you know, that long just to vote. Now, some of these people were registering as well um, because City Hall, I, I believe, was the only place you could register to vote. I could be wrong, but um, uh, so that's why it was so busy. And also, is that you know, night, last minute, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. How many people would you say were waiting in line when you first got there? Somewhere between uh, twenty and thirty. Okay. Um, but actually, uh, Mark Grebner, um, he uh, is the county commissioner um, for East Lansing. Um, he estimated 400 people were in line um, uh, at 8 o'clock. I'm assuming a lot of students who were in line were registering and then voting. Um, can you talk a little bit about maybe what some of the students were saying, like how long they were waiting there? Like. Yeah, because like, I know you have to vote in your precinct, but there I think you could be from any precinct and vote there. Um, so that's, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to the precinct chair at Precinct 12, which is in the MSU Union, where you could vote is in the MSU Union, and she was saying how she sent 35 students to the city clerk to register to vote before they returned to precinct 12 and voted um which i thought was interesting that was probably as of like 2 p.m um but i heard from a few precinct chairs that a lot of students had to go to the city clerk not to just register in general but to re-register at their new address like so that they could register in east lansing So you also went to precinct 13 and 14. Um, 
Can you talk a little bit about the environment there and how many people had voted by the time you were you got there? Yes, uh, so I went to precincts 13 and 14 uh, a couple times throughout the day. I first went at noon, then I went at three, then I went right before the polls closed at uh, like 7.30. Um, at 7.30 when I talked to uh, one of the election inspectors there, um, he said a little over 200 people had voted uh, um, at Precinct 14 uh, throughout the whole day. I then went on to the Ingham County uh, unofficial results. Uh, I, I saw their unofficial results and I think it said 280 people. Um, I believe, uh, you know, oh, that's not the right paper. Um, but uh, so yeah, it was about, you know, you know, over 200 people had voted just in precinct 14. Um, uh, um, yeah, but oh, um, uh, it was a little slower in the morning, but then it picked up around noon. And honestly, like it, like when people, uh, it would like kind of, you know, ebb and flow throughout the day when, you know, people, like around lunchtime, it got busy. Um, then after dinner, um, but like there were times when I was there where it was very, very slow. Um, but then there was times where it picked up and it got busy. So, um, but it was never like too busy though. Um, like definitely some quiet time. Uh, but then there, you know, a couple people come in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that I didn't hear about any lines other than no at lines. the city hall. So, right. no lines. <laughs> yeah, I went. I voted at Precinct Fourteen because um, that's like my old campus address. And like, if you change your address, um, you can still vote at your old pre precinct once more, and then they'll give you a little piece of paper where you can like put your new address on it and then they'll send you like a new voter registration card in the mail so that's what I had to do um uh but yeah I was the fourth voter at like probably around eight forty-five or 9 so it's good to hear that like it picked up and but didn't it start at 7 it did yeah okay so not a <laughs> lot of people in the morning no okay. no it was quite slow in the morning yeah yeah, was there anything else that you kind of saw or experienced during reporting on the elections that you I, want to talk about? Yes, uh, I talked to um, Mikkel, Michael Fry. Uh, Michael Fry, um, uh, she is the East Lansing Communications Coordinator, um, and she told me over the phone that there is a significant increase in the number of same-day voters. I quoted that um, because that I, I, I called her around noon um and that's when she told me that so there was a big significant well, there was a significant increase in you know a number of same day voters which i thought was really cool to hear um uh i think people are starting to realize that this is very important um uh this you know voting you know matters yeah because it will change the future yeah thanks for joining us I am here with staff reporter Dina Carr. Thank you so much for joining us today. So can you talk a little bit about what precincts you visited on campus and kind of what the environments were like? So I went to the MSU Union. I do not remember what number precinct that is exactly, but um, it is one of the many places on campus you can go to vote. There's also 
I am East and West and Brody and I don't remember the other ones but um, I know there's a lot of places students can go and I was there from 2.30 to 4.30 and the atmosphere is mostly just like there's like a steady flow of students. I know that like a lot of students had just been coming from their classes as I was like interviewing them outside when they were done polling and um, they yeah like they were just coming in when they had free time which I think was kind of cool and like obviously very important to do that um and clearly some people like like wanted to vote and that was like their main goal they even like I know one like group of kids like they came in and they were like shoot we don't have our IDs we don't have anything but like I was like oh maybe you should just check and they were like yeah what's the harm in that like at least we can get to vote like that's the important thing and I know like one of them had to confirm their address or something like that but they still like went in and did whatever they need to do and some got to vote and like some went back and brought their information back so like really it just shows how important voting is to some people and how it should be because it's like a right that we have access to <laughs> so I think that was pretty cool and um yeah like there's just a steady flow um there wasn't exactly a line which like would have been amazing to see like people lined up but obviously it makes it more efficient and really much quicker so you could see like one person go in two minutes they'd come out like done voted have the sticker so that was pretty cool to see what did some of the students say who you interviewed so i interviewed like a lot of people had a lot to say in the choices they made um one person i interviewed jenna savage she isn't a student at msu anymore but she did say like this is the quote by her um medical care for all is really important someone who cares about the environment is important and someone who cares about the general welfare of every person not just the top few is important and that was on bernie sanders um so like you could see her stance on bernie was like she was all for bernie and the overwhelming majority of students i interviewed like 25 students and i would say like 22 out of those 25 did vote for bernie so um you can see like there's only two that voted for biden and um one that voted for trump so you can really see the overwhelming majority of students really think bernie can help college students and he offers a lot uh, like a different perspective than biden on things and their policies and the students values aligned with bernie's much more than biden's did at the moment so that was kind of cool to see and everyone had different reasons for why they were supporting bernie like one person um carson spencer said he was for bernie because bernie hasn't changed since all the years he's been in politics he stood for the same exact things and um he's like just a genuine human being and other people said they don't really support Biden's current political choices and his actions right now. So Biden and Bernie were their top two and they decided to vote for Bernie in that situation. So you can just really see where students lie with that. So, What would you say voter turnout was like? Um, it definitely wasn't as big as I thought it would be. Um, I've definitely like living in Massachusetts like I've seen different voter turnouts like as a kid I'd go to my with my parents to polling places and um it definitely wasn't as big as one would expect but um it was definitely steady flow definitely um Samaya another reporter for the state news she before I got there she told me earlier like hey I don't think there's that many there hasn't been that many people and I like saw the state news's tweets as well that like reporters were there and they were like oh like, I think you tweeted like nine people had shown up all day and I was like huh that's kind of sad to see like not that many people voting but when I was there like there was like a current flow and like it was going like 25 like still isn't a lot but 
there it was definitely like a lot more than I expected hearing these tweets like and hearing all the staff reporters and all the other reporters experiences so um I wish the turnout was more but um it's just good to see students voting and exercising their rights so yeah is there anything else you'd like to say about your experience and reporting on the elections um as a staff reporter like and as a new reporter to like state news and whatnot like I'd never dealt with something this like high level high profile so um it was kind of cool just to see all the um reporters and everyone like getting together and working on this election stuff like that was kind of incredible like we all had a document together and we were like updating each other and trying to get articles out as fast as possible because this is such like a big event and it's like who like I can't wait to like the actual election because it's going to be incredible to see like just how much like how high profile it is and everything so and it was also cool to um hear about all the um candidates coming to Michigan because it is such an essential state to winning the primary and um like Bernie and Biden have all made like last minute trips here so that was kind of cool to hear about and see so yeah I like have enjoyed reporting on it so far and hope to continue next year with the actual election so that'll be fun thank you so much for joining us Thank you for having me again. So now I'm here with East Lansing beat reporter Lucas Day. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Lucas, can you talk a little bit about the local proposals that were on the ballot and the results of them? So there's six and they all passed. Um, one of them was for Canada to renew their funding. Um, some's going to go to giving people with low income in, in, in Ingham County um, mental health and health care. Um, if they can't afford um, their own insurance and they don't qualify for Medicaid. Um, and then there was one that renews the funding to build parks and trails and keep them up to, up to um, standard. Um, then there was the zoo one. The zoo passed. So they're going to, uh, it sounds like they're going to continue to make more outreach programs with the community and update some of their facilities because the zoo does turn 100 years old. 100 years old. Um, MSUFC was the big one um, that a lot of people were talking about. Um, so that's going to be, it's planned to be an eight-story building right now. And what they told me is about 65 people for per office, office floor. I'm guessing there will be seven office floors if there's eight floors. Um, but I don't know that for sure. The final site plan isn't in yet. But that um, commercial building is going to be built. Um, in East Lansing. And Ruth Byer, the mayor, said that in her six years on council, that's something that she's been trying to get the entire time. So she, um, I'm sure the council's really happy about that. Um, they think that that can keep people, keep talented Michigan State graduates in East Lansing and also attract um, people from outside of East Lansing to bring them in. Yeah, and can you talk a little bit about your experience actually going to the polls? So going to the polls, um, the thing that surprised me was I was at the union and um, I was the 170th voter at around 3 o'clock. Um, I expected to be more. And then I don't know, it might have been somebody from the state news that tweeted it, but I saw a tweet um, that said that at the union they had about 277 voters at some, at some time, but there had been about 500 people who showed up to vote um, there, and they weren't supposed to be there or they weren't, weren't registered to vote. So that's a lot of people getting turned away. Um, just when I was there voting for a few minutes, um, three people in a row walked in, and didn't know each other and they all got turned away. So that was kind of eye-opening to me. Um, 
maybe we can make some changes with that. It's pretty easy to find out michigan.gov slash vote um, for the November elections. You're going to want to check that before you go out to vote. Um, but we need to spread awareness about that for sure. Yeah, and um, expanding on that, um, obviously there were really long lines, a lot of people at City Hall to register with the city clerk or change their address so that they could vote. Can you talk a little bit about that if you were there or anything you heard about while interviewing people for some of your stories? Yeah, so I was at Lisa Babcock's um, election watch party um, that night and she introduced me to this guy named Mark Grebner and I'd never heard of him before but she said he's a political fixture in the area and I, so I talked to him a little bit and he said that he's been working elections for 48 years now, elections and registrations for 48 years now, 44 of them in East Lansing. Um, he's an Ingham County Commissioner um, and he's just been working at the polls and stuff like that. Now we do have this new law that lets us do same-day registration and that's why so many people were at City Council. It's because they still needed to register to vote. They couldn't go to the normal polls. They had to go there because that's where you register to vote. However, he told me with some planning this could have been avoided. Um, what he said is that when he's worked at polls, and obviously it was different because you don't register to vote there, um, when he's had similar situations where they're just overrun with people, he's taken 10 people out of line. He estimated there were about 400 people there in line. Um, he talked to one girl who was leaving around 8 o'clock. She said she was in line for two and a half hours. Um, but what he said that he'd do in similar, similar circumstances excuse me, is if they have 400 people in line, he'd pull 10 people out of line. He'd get them sworn in and whatever they needed, and they'd start working right there at the election that day. Um, he said that there's easy jobs um, working the polls. He told me you could farm those jobs off to well-trained monkeys. So he thinks that, A, they should have hired more staff. They should have seen this coming. And, B, once once they were in, in, in that much trouble, they should have just pulled some people out of line and had them help out, um, which is an interesting idea. And he's he's got major concerns for the November election. Um, he said that if their plan is just to be surprised again, because he said that was their plan at this election, it was just to be surprised when things didn't go well. He said if that's their plan for the November election, there's going to be five times as many people coming out for that, and it's just going to be a disaster. Um, one of the, his big things were for the November election is parking. He said there's not going to be anywhere to park blocks from City Hall. So I don't know how they get that all worked out, but he was concerned about a number of things. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lucas. Yeah, thanks for having me. Once again, thank you so much for joining us on the 1909. You can read more about election results on statenews.com. You can also follow our Twitter feed on our Twitter account at the S News.